Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are in Group C of the hotly contestable, mad-making, best, not television show, but best beloved TV show of all time. Right. What is that show that is just universally, you say that and people are like, yeah, it's a good one. Or like, there's a lot. I mean, to be clear, that also invites a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're not, we're not here to argue what is the best show. Sometimes these are some of the best shows. Some of these will not be the best shows. But we are here to just figure out which one of these is beloved and which one's going to be on the boat. What's that one that you're going to cozy up to and watch? So here we are in group C where we have the two C, which means group A and B already happened. Go listen to those. Unless, uh, I don't know if we, I'll, I'll leave it to you. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but something happened in group B. Just go listen to it. All yeah, right. Just go listen to it. All right. So here we are in group C. We have the two seed full house going up against the 15 seed friends. I specifically remember friends being on this because this is was sent in to us by my good friend, one of my uh, one of my closest friends, Shay, sent this in, and so she wanted specifically to make sure that friends was in this, and we talk about friends that she was mentioned, uh, and that that this is her champion before we even get before we even get started. This is Shay's champion, which poorly seated though. Clearly, clearly not yeah. a fan of the judges. About seating, we don't see these shows, so if you're gonna come write us hate mail, make sure you don't do it about the seating the seating is done by we put all these tv shows into a random number generator and that kicks the bracket back to us seated so that is correct and then on the other side we have the seven seed game of thrones versus 10 seed how i met your mother which matchup do you want to talk about first well, let's we'll just keep it old school we'll start with number two full house going against 15 friends okay nick i'm gonna take you on a journey i need you to close your eyes okay you're wearing a nice velvet blindfold it's soft supple <laughs> Feels good on your skin, right? Yes. Feel a nice, strong hand gently crust your chest. Okay. And you hear a whisper in your ear, I brought a friend. As another hand gently touches you on your lower back. Now, when this blindfold comes off, would you rather it be Chandler and Joey or Danny Tanner and Jesse, Uncle Jesse? (laughs) I got to go Chandler, Joey, man. Like that's, I I feel like they get it. Their shenanigans are, are more, uh, are more uh, akin to the shenanigans that I feel like I've gotten into with friends. I, I, I love that. But which one would be the more gentle lover, Nick? That's, I think that is not what you asked for. Well, that's, what's going to happen. That was heavily implied. I did not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You took off the blindfold and you're like, Here's the two people. Which ones do you want to? I, it felt like you were saying, who do I want to hang out with? No, who you're naked. I, who do I want? Did I forget to tell you you're naked? Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, you're naked. Oh, they're also naked. Oh, yeah. So you got it. You maybe should, when we get on these flavor journeys, maybe be a little more clear about the clothing situation I'm in. I did not know that the blindfold was all I had on. Yeah. Well, I said you have on a blindfold and I say you had on clothes. That's your own fault. That's that's fair. Who who was I to make these? Now, that being said, I think I want Uncle Jesse and I, I guess Bob Saget. No, is there. you said Dave. Cool. You said uh, the Andy other Tanner. Yeah. No. Oh, you. Oh, it wasn't. I thought you were giving me the two. The no. two uncles. No, no, oh, dude, you're missing out then because none of, none of those two guys have songs written about them by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave Coulier, Dave Coulier got that thing on him, my guy. He got it so good. A woman was upset when when she left her. She wrote Jagged Little Pill. That whole album was inspired by a lack of Dave Coulier. <laughs> Let's take a second to think about that. That's what you I'm. Know, that's all I'm saying is like. That's what that dude's doing right now. That's what that dude brings to the table. And we're talking about gentle lovers. That's but here, I mean, Grant, you do have John Stamos in there. I mean, if we're talking that's about what I'm saying. who is so, maybe the prettiest man, Nick, ever would you exist? rather be double teamed by John Stamos and Bob Saget or by Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc? It's an easy question. Well, it is easy because I because I don't I can't stand Bob Saget as a human. Yeah, that's what the correct answer. That's I think that to me is. Maybe the wildest thing is, and I don't, I didn't know who Bob Saget was as a comedian when he was Danny Tanner on Full House. So the only, my perception of everything is that he got so sick of being Mr. Clean Cut that he went out and became like the nastiest, raunchiest dude to prove that he wasn't Danny Tanner. Now, he may have always been that comedian. I do he was always, dude, he was always a dirty boy. That's wild to me that they, that, he somehow auditioned. They're like, yeah, this is this. He make a good father, dude. They did the same thing with a guy from Home Improvement. Oh, Tim Allen. Yeah, that's fair. I. So here's the thing, and I and Shay, I am so sorry that that's what Cody decided to use this time for. I would like to say I think when we look at these shows, and if we want to once again go back to belovedness, friends costs. Any company who wants to have it on their streaming service, $500 million a year, or someone will buy it from you. <laughs> like, Jesus. Dude, I don't want to get into the how many things that could we could use half a billion dollars for conversation because it makes me sad. But there are companies that are like, all right, you want to have it on your streaming service? It'd be half a million dollars per year, per year. So that way people can watch this thing mindlessly. Man, motherfuckers. No one gives a shit about what happened to Full House. Yeah. And then Fuller House came out and people gave less a shit about that. I don't, I, that was one of those things where like, I already get mad about like reboots and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, can we just try to maybe come up with something original? But I was even like the Fuller House one. I was like, this doesn't even make, this doesn't even make any sense to me. And I think, I think I, I appreciate uh, that the uh, twins never showed up. I do know that that happened. Spoilers for Fuller House. The the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen were just like, nah, fam, nah, fam, we ain't doing that, doing this shit again. Everyone's like, we'll come back for a nostalgia run, and they're like, nah. I think that should speak to the experience of the Full House team. Although, how many points do I give you for having John Stamos? Uh, Several, several. That's so many. There, I do so many points. The Friends cast is fucking ride or die. When they renegotiated contracts, and the studio is like, yeah, we're gonna pay Lisa Kudrow less because. Her character's not like is critically acclaimed. Everyone's like, nah, dog, we all get paid the same. And by the way, it's going to be over a mil an episode. Let's go. One mil an episode. Can you imagine going to work? Because they film these pretty much in a day. Like a tw- like these episodes, they get, they're easy. They just rip through. Can you imagine every time you read a script, a 22 minute script? So 22 pages. Generally speaking, a, a script is a page a minute. You read that and you're like, I'm going to make a million dollars. For saying maybe like five minutes. In smelly this cat, smelly cat. I made a million dollars, bitch. That's a million, a milli, um, like Lil Wayne might have been talking about the Friends cast when he came out with a milli because it's wild to me to think about yeah. that that's that. And they, and you want to know what? They didn't even flinch to pay them that. They're like, I mean, 
we were gonna pay Jen Franson two mil, so we'll just split the difference, I guess. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, People I'm really seem friends. to like Rachel, but if you want to, if you don't, if you want to give uh, Phoebe more money, that's fine with us. I just, I, I, yeah, I just full house. I also, I mean, I guess I, I didn't grow up with a big family, so at some point, I know that when my house is full and I have too many guests. At some point, I'm like, when the fuck are you all going to get out of here? So it's amazing to me that a show's whole conceit is that everyone stayed in that one house for years. Like, yeah. when was when was Danny like, hey, man, I thank you so much for coming and helping me with my daughters after my wife died. I can't thank you enough. But you got to get the fuck out, man. You are yeah. like, I can't. The band practice is getting so loud. I'm tired of you practicing your shitty radio voices. You all clearly make enough money to not live here. So either A, we're going to start paying some goddamn rent in this house, or y'all need to get the fuck out of here. And then they started having their own kids and just living there? Nah, man, you ain't doing that in my house. Jesse, 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 Joey, do you see how many fucking kids I have, man? I need the room. Just get out of the house, (laughs) please. And you got to stop banging all these ladies here. What, what a message you think daughters, sending man. my daughters? My daughters, what do you think they'll grow up to see how men treat them like this? Yeah, man. I uh I I mean I, fr- I mean, yeah, friends is friends is friends, man. It's friends. Yeah, it's friends. gotta be friends. All right, it's yeah. friends. Okay, All right, friends. friends is gonna move on where it will go up against Game of Thrones, the seven seed Game of Thrones, or the ten seed How I Met Your Mother. All right, folks, as you said previously, we come into this with the knowledge that we know. Uh, when we get to the final four, we will do our research. Now, sometimes that means we have watched some of these shows. Sometimes it means we have not watched any of these shows. Here's what I've said. Here's what I'll say. I've watched both of these shows. I, I'm currently locking in How I Met Your Mother. There's nothing like, I understand that for many of you, that sounds wild. But here's what you need to know about me. I fall asleep watching the show every night. It's my go-to-bed show. And if, you, if you're ever wondering, like, man, I have trouble sleeping. Here's the, here's the cure for that. Put on a show that you know everything about. And then I just tell, close your eyes, watch it in your brain theater. Boom. Now you're going to sleep. Works every time. I've helped out. I've helped out five to 10 people with this piece of advice. So that's for you all. I know Game of Thrones is a better show. And I, and I let other shows get through on being better shows. How I Met Your Mother is to me, it is not a perfect show. Far from it. And we can get into, especially if it goes against friends, which one turned out to be the most problematic, but I, I cannot, my heart will not let me do anything other than allow for how I met your mother to go into the next round. So that's with that being said, Cody, what do you think? You got to give this conceit at least that uh, he talks to his kids a lot about banging other women before he even mentions his mom, their mom. Yeah. I'm not going to, I, I, I'm not saying that this show is not without flaws. I am not here to sit here and put this show on a pedestal that this is somehow the best show of all time. What I am saying is that, if we're talking about beloved shows and we, I mean, I know we let walking dead through because we knew what we would get. I think Cody, here's the thing walking dead. I think we'd get a lot of hate for if we didn't move it through when we did. Yeah. Game of Thrones, man. You want to talk about going from what was, I mean, it's critically acclaimed, right? Has some of the greatest, some of the best writing, some of the best seasons of all time on television. Right. Yeah. And then man, does it, it just fell. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, cliff culture i mean culturally too we do not care about game of thrones as as a culture collectively we do not breaking bad's done too and i think we overall still see breaking bad as one of the great shows of all time and it will and it will stand that test of time okay all right how i met your mother 
is like you go on a date and it's fine, right? You go, you go fine. You get to their the house. You you give a good night kiss and you're done, right? Yeah. Maybe they invite you in. Whatever. It's a fine date. Whatever you however you want the date to end, it ends that way pleasantly. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones is the best fucking date you've ever been on. It's obscene. You're like this is balling out of control whatever that is to you the best date ever and then when you get to their house they're like do you want to come inside and you're like yes i do want to come inside and they open up the door and they have a nazi flag hanging on the back <laughs> that's exactly where i was thinking that now, was i'm not saying they're nazis i'm saying it doesn't matter what happened before that because they're nazis yeah you <laughs> it doesn't fucking really matter and you're and anytime they try to explain it to you that's like no 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 you just have to understand that like from a symbolic standpoint it, nope i don't nope sorry no you're a nazi nope, <laughs> nope sorry can't no, this swastika is it's a symbol in a bunch of uh, cultures. I nope, nope, no, no, it's not. Okay, well, I mean, it is, but no. <laughs> why do you got that fucking SS suit on that mannequin? What is that about? <laughs> yeah, I no, I totally, I I totally agree with you. Like, there's just something where we were so upset with how it all finally went down, and we and the thing is too, it's funny that people didn't think they would get upset, like that it was somehow going to perfectly end. There was never going to be a perfect ending, but I will say for like they didn't even get close to anyone's idea <laughs> and they, Oh man, I think they whiffed it way too hard. How I'm, I mean, Oh shit. That's not fair to say how I met your mother ends pretty like in a way it's that was bad. also, oh, it's also bad. It's also, it actually suffers the same. I think actually that's oh, that's really interesting. Now that I think seeing the pairing, these are two shows that ended in such a way that their relevancy from pop culture has been impacted. Like I love how I met your mother. And I know I still have a few friends that do, but like, People ain't really, it's not, I mean, for being the next friends. I definitely, I remember watching it because you told me to watch it. You were like, you need yeah, to I watch it. It's my favorite show. And I watched, I've seen everything. And I distinctly remember the next time I ran into you after I finished it in Minneapolis being like, that sucked. That ending sucked. Yeah. I don't, I, I do not hold any, any ill will against someone who, who thinks it sucks. There's, there are some fun, there's the cast talked about it later in a way that I do better than game of thrones but, talked about but it's like, like one of those ending. okay so this is the equation you, the date the date's the same right but when you open up the how i met your mother house store it, they just have like a stamp collection they're super into it's like yeah. okay you're kind uh, of square uh, yeah, well, not, not what i'm super into but that's okay it's not a nazi flag no yeah it's not something where you're like offended beyond belief and you could never you could never talk to them again yeah Get, hi, my mother. You can still talk to and still hang out with and understand that eh, they have their flaws, but eh, you know what? I yeah. still, I still enjoy them. Yeah, man. I don't know. You, I don't know what you're going to do, but I, I was from the jump and I still am. There's nothing that's going to knock me off of this. I'm, I'm locked in. Hi, I met your mother. <sighs> I'm actually going to just cause the way it took the world by storm. I'm going to go with game of Thrones. I know it ends very poorly. Why do you do this? Because from a cultural why, perspective, why do you do, why do you, a, why yeah, do you I do this? Cody? It was the only show that was like competing with Breaking Bad for a while. Not, well, yeah, Breaking Bad, but also like The Walking Dead and how it was received afterwards. Like it was, if you didn't watch it, you had to like tell people, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, don't spoil it. Oh, you and there's, start, yeah. I mean, that's true. Start yeah. conversations with that. Right. No the, one was like, hey, off, did you the see The office culture. Yeah, there's very few TV shows that to this day have that impact where it's like, yo, no one talk about it. Everyone shut up. Shut up. I didn't see it yet. I understand what you're saying, Cody. But I do feel like you're doing this to hurt me. And I don't understand <laughs> why you want to hurt me, what I did to deserve to be hurt in this no, way. I'm just, you I could have just to move it on. You could just move it on. But now we have to sit here. And I have to represent the non-biased person. Every time one of our biases come out this strong, someone has to take the other end. Got it. Maybe, maybe. But it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And I, will, and I want to talk about this maybe later off mic. But until then, we will solve this the only way that we know how. 
Yeah. And that is to take it to the American voting coin of 2004 as found on random.org. We got George Bush facing up, which means John Kerry's on the other side. I am the low seed, so I yes. get to pick. God, it feels like everything is riding on this. Everything. Everything, Cody, is riding on this. I'm still mad about chess. Those, oh, so there it is. <laughs> there it is, folks. There it is, folks. On something that you've all never heard. On episodes that we did not release when we first started this to make this, I pulled Connect Four above chess, even though it's Cody's favorite game. And so here we are. Now, Cody finally got me back. <laughs> and 15 seasons later, he finally found the way to put the knife in my goddamn back. Well, you son of a bitch, I hope I, I hope, I hope I got that armor. I hope I got that armor. You ain't got me, fool. All right, I'm going to go. I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go George Bush. I don't know why. As a reminder, he is a war criminal, so we flip don't it. like him, but I have to flip it. Let's go. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care, man. Like, I don't even. Why do we do this? Game of Thrones. Moving on to the next round. Where it'll go up against 15 seed friends. Nick, do you want to know a secret? That you don't like Game of Thrones? Never seen an episode of it. Yeah, Never even watched it, baby. <laughs> Woo. Fucking monster. I knew it. I also knew that you've never seen it too. Like I, in my head, I was like, this would be something that we would have talked about. Like you said, this was such a cultural thing that the people you knew that watched it, you sat there and like discussed it with, you made sure to like make time to talk to people about game of Thrones. And so I was like, I don't think this dude's even ever seen this shit. No, I, I did. I, I was going to get into it. And I, I got the first book. I was going to read the book and start watching it, you know? Oh, and the first person? book was, wow, way to it go. was pretty good. You would want to be that person. Dick. Yeah, I do. I like being that person. But then I lost the book. So, oops. <laughs> so there it is. And I just, yep. uh, at that point. But then I gave up. I was like, I'm not supposed to watch this show. Oh, God. I can't stand you. I can't okay, stand right. even looking at your smug, stupid face with your stupid hair and your stupid headphones and your stupid microphone. Okay. Well, since you can't stand looking at me, close your eyes. I'm taking you on a journey. I don't know. Am I naked? Yes. You're naked. Why? Velvet. Velvet. <laughs> I think. Okay. Now everything happens the same. You feel a hand says I brought a friend. You feel another hand on your lower back and it is Jon Snow and Tyrion Lannister. Okay. You got Kit Harrington and Peter Dinklage. Who are you picking? I mean, and I, I think I got to go Tyrion and, and Jon Snow, man. That's, that's going to be, you got, you got a gentle lover versus a, someone who wouldn't care about you. Over Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc. I mean, I think they're going to goof around too much and they'll joke around. I think they're not going to take it serious. If I'm giving my body to two people, I guess I want them to at least take it seriously. Why is this a criteria that you need, Cody? <laughs> I just, Why is this something that you need to do? I'm just taking notes. Don't worry about it. I just, I'm just keeping... We've talked about how eventually when AI can, you know, they can take all the data from your life and compute a very realistic version of yourself. That's something now that the AI is going to have. Yep. It's now going to know that instead of guessing it, I guess now it's more perfect data for the AI. Yeah. I'm trying to build up the perfect Nick algorithm and I need to know this stuff. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I mean, it's not that I didn't like Game of Thrones. I want to be very clear about that. I enjoyed Game of Thrones wildly. I was definitely on that tip. Man, that Red Wedding, we all we all were there. I remember I also, I had friends who had read the books. And so, you know, the Red Wedding episode happens there. They like specifically know that shit's about to pop off. And they're just like whoa, whoa, watching. Whoa. Did the TV show passed the books, right? Yes. We That's, are, the TV is that show. Is legal? There's, I, they did it. 
That's fucked up. I mean, they had, I think what's funny about that is that basically George, George R. R. Martin, the author of the books, basically gives them kind of like an outline, explains how all the major points, but then he's kind of like, I'll let you just figure out how you want to get to these major points. Cause that's, what's going to happen in the book. And they did not do a good job of that. I think universally no. decided. Think, I mean, they are, there's two think whole he called books. It audible. Do you think he was watching the show and is like, Ooh, mm-hmm. he will now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's basically said, which I think is kind of fucked up. Like that. You got to kind of see it play out and you're like, Oh, I guess I don't like that. Like you told <laughs> these men that this is what was going to happen. And now if you're going to write the better version of it, just so people like it, although he'll die before it ever happens. I think he's, he's, ah, man, he's kind of a dick. I think. Okay. So so now we have Game of Thrones and Friends. And here's the here's on a real tip. I love sitcoms. And I think Friends is like one of the mother sauces of sitcoms. They they did better than anyone else. They nailed the 20-somethings living in a city and the wild, crazy adventures that happen within. Without Friends, you don't have shows like Happy Endings. You certainly don't have How I Met Your Mother. There are so many... So I'd argue, I'd argue no scrubs too. Yeah. I mean, they made the formula. Like it's, they did something, like I said, that just not to say that it hadn't been done. I mean, certainly there have been shows like it, but it Seinfeld, I mean, Seinfeld to, but to say that, like, these are, I mean, it's six characters versus four, which I think the dynamics are already different there. Yes. You are really truly focusing on like, you know, focusing on young people, young white people. Let's be clear about that. And it's just, I, it's just so impressive. Like, I just think that there's something to it that the fact that it's still, I'm not going to say it holds up. That's not what I'm going to say because I think we all know that many of the shows that we loved in the past do not hold up (laughs) under, under the scrutiny of a current eye. But there is something that people just genuinely can't give up this show. We've given up Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, it died. But I think also Friends might have had, I was four, so I don't know. But I may be a little older, but friends, I think had that cooler water cooler talk. I think people. Oh, dude, I remember because my mom loved friends when it was when it was happening. And I remember like what I watched that final episode just because it felt like it was such a big deal. Yeah, we watched culture. it too, like live on TV. And I mean, that was like, never I mean, you talk about like Super Bowl moments. I mean, this is it is it is still one of the like highest rated television shows or episodes, like most watch episodes of all time. I mean, I, friends is it, man. I got to lock in friends. I, a game of Thrones. It, it's fun. It, it definitely, but it's something too. Like, it's interesting how like I have no desire. Like I did it. It kind of feels like you went on a journey and you're like, well, we saw how it ended. I don't need to, yeah. you don't go back up Mount Everest, right? You did no, it. You do it once and you sell the trash and you come back down. So, but friends, that's a perfect analogy for Game of Thrones, actually. Yeah, friends, I gotta, I gotta admit, like, what are you, what is your, what are you having troubles with here? Do you not? Are no, you, no, I'm just not, saying, like, I'm locking in friends. I'm locking in friends. I think that I, I know Joey is a strong, passionate lover who's skilled, and I think Chandler's just gonna make it fun. No, I don't need. He's gonna be too sarcastic the entire time. Yeah, that's probably true. I, uh, I'm still locking in friends. But... <laughs> All right, so we have friends moving on into the final four. That is it for this episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening to Friendly Competition Podcast. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to help out your boys, here's a few things you can do. You can share this episode, share this episode, share any episode. Just tell a friend. Tell a friend about this show, especially when you see friends looking for new podcasts. Let them know about us. If you see if you see our posts on the social medias, hit that like button. It's a very little thing, but honestly, I can't tell you how much engagement that like 
the the once again the Facebook gods love to see that. Whether you're wherever you're listening to this, wherever you listen to us, hit that follow, hit that subscribe, whatever it is. So that way these episodes are popping up in your feed. And then lastly, if you, wherever you're listening to this, if you have the ability to rate or review, please do that. Once again, it makes us more searchable. It's a huge help to us. And just giving that show five stars only takes a couple seconds, but it it helps us tremendously. So if you can, please. Yeah. And while you're on the internet, make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. And if you have an idea for a whole season, just like this one that Shay sent in, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it as a whole season and we'll give you a shout out every episode. And shout outs as always to Charizard for that intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp and type in Charizard, replace the vowels with six. That is it for this episode. We'll be back with Group D on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.